Hello and welcome back to the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I think we all played on Xbox One. Did you play on Xbox One, Wanda, or are you on PS4 on this one? It was Game Pass, so Game I took Pass, the advantage it. of Game Pass. Always a wise move to take advantage of Game Pass over PlayStation's trash. But anyway, moving on, um, when you're a co-host, Fuck we have you. Todd, oh. Mondo, and Steve. I guess Mondo is the best turtle, according to his name yeah. tag right now. My okay. handle tonight. What's your weapon of choice if you're a Ninja Turtle? Oh, that's one of our questions tonight, so we, oh, we have it? to wait for it. Oh, yeah, okay. one of our questions. What do you guys been up to? Uh, fucking surviving, apparently. <laughs> I'm going uh, to cough in an envelope and mail it to you. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll bring it directly. I'm there you go. Right. <laughs> oh shit! Well, yeah, we just so all celebrated Halloween, right? In, in a way. In, in a way, I, I didn't. But yeah, Halloween has definitely passed. Did you get a lot of kids there, Mondo? Yeah, we got a shit ton of kids. I was actually surprised. So my wife, uh, my mom took my kids to actually go trick or treating. Which Todd, and let me know if you have this problem. My oldest is totally like, I'm too cool to trick or treat. But 15 minutes beforehand, she got the guilt feeling. She was like, I really want to get candy. But, and I was like, dude, you do this every fucking year. Ended up doing a last minute costume for her just to go trick or treating. Let me stop you right there mid story because the same exact fucking thing happened to my 13 year old. I'm like, what are you going to be this Halloween? Nothing. I'm fucking 13. Like, yeah. I'm still doing it, motherfucker. I'm 35. <laughs> and then, uh, no, she ended up stealing one of my wife's, like, onesie um what are they called oh uh, your negligee Jack's- onesies no the jack skellington <laughs> pjs okay still that shit went trick-or-treating i'm like you're fucking you're lame bro and then like yeah so she ended up going trick-or-treating with her friends but it was like 20 minutes before i'm going trick-or-treating with what's her face i'm like whatever do it i don't care do it wow teenagers stupid kids bro. dude they're assholes fucking little dicks <laughs> so, something momentous did happen though since the last time we had an episode I met Todd in person. Oh, so, shit. Popeye himself. Yeah. So we finally met in person <laughs> over in Salem. And it was a good time. A lot of fun, guys, uh, it was fucking crazy you, in Salem. But did, was, uh, did you pee next to him? Uh, no, no. Mm, I, no. I peed next to Omri, though. Omri Katz. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, we, 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 we both went to the bathroom at the same time during the, the screening of Hocus Pocus. I never and... had the biggest plop in that bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, it was cool. It was cool to meet Todd and get to spend a little bit of time with him. Not a ton, fortunately. We we're so busy that we couldn't really hang out all that much. Yes. Like we sat down in a hotel to drink a Narragansett, and we were so fucking tired. I think we drank like half the bottle, half the can, and it just went to bed. Yeah, it was literally from landing there to fucking leaving was nonstop shit. shit. I even I even bowed out after the. The screen, these guys, because I had to get up early for flight. These motherfuckers went to the bar with Omri and oh, it's like fuck. one in the morning. Like, Jesus, like, damn. So, you realize yeah. that you're too old for that shit. I'm too old for that shit, man. I was fucking tired. Dude, hey, but a, see, that was a long drive the next day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, I bet. Man. Steve, so you got to see Todd in person. True or false, he does have that natural, creepy fucking walk, doesn't he? <laughs> I didn't notice it, honestly. Keep on, though, you bitch. You yeah. do. No, you I'm, have I'm a just, fucking I'm very, serial killer I'm walk, very, dude. I'm very stiff. Like, yes. I don't, I don't sway my arms a lot. I'm very it's not stiff. even a wiener joke. We, we didn't get... Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> like, we were together, all of us, but we didn't get a lot of time to just, like, decompress. It was, like, nonstop line management because Omri had 
300 plus people easily so it was a constant fucking thing and then we we're doing the location so it's like not like we had a lot of quality time kissed a little bit but other than that it was oh like, shit tongue <laughs> or no by, tongue. by the by the water <laughs> yeah, by the... <laughs> yeah oh wow that, that was, was actually the, the only time we really got to like sit down and chat for a little bit was uh after doing like a few museums and stores and stuff mm-hmm. uh, we were down by uh, the ocean and we just kind of sat there Ooh, and, it sounds uh, romantic yeah i'm invested and chatted it was, it was good it was, it was really cool it was so fun, fun todd you really are so handsome in person i can't believe it steve you're handsome as well steve did you feel like um joe omri and sam's adult parents since we're like tower over all of them, all of them? <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> they're all like five four i feel like you can see in the pictures <laughs> yeah. me and you are like yeah yeah adult sized <laughs> <laughs> fuck, we, we, fuck dude i'm tom cruise you fit, size remember? You fit right in there with 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 joe and all them shorty i'm tom cruise size bitch anyway so we get rid of halloween right we get rid of all this only to look forward to the fucking weekends man are you guys eyeing anything for for black friday or make any purchases yet no i'm not really looking at anything honestly you guys it's like the yeah i mean I video games it. that are coming out but like tvs and big ticket price stuff not really man i mean yeah i have everything i need i mean if i saw a ps5 for a hundred dollars sure you bitch i'll buy you one i, 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 yeah, I, but I don't want to spend because it doesn't do anything for me right now because it doesn't have the so, exclusives that i really care about yet so i think since ps5 launched what two years ago i've got my hands on five of them i yeah. just bought one like two weeks ago and bought it for a friend at work yeah i'm not i'm not spending 500 bucks on that system there's no there's no need 608 after taxes with modern Ooh. warfare 2 with it I just bought that game. We'll talk about it and what what played. But yeah, nothing for yeah. me personally. What, Steve, you gonna buy anything? It's not a thing here, so uh, not really. It's yeah, Box we, Day, Box Day. Well, you can't box, buy from uh, Amazon US and have it shipped to Canada. I could, but the price is so crazy because of the conversion and uh, shipping and stuff like that. It's not worth it. We do have Boxing Day, but that's not till after Christmas. So I'll oh. uh, I'll maybe do some shopping then. But I'm at the point now where. Like even like people are asking me, can you like make a list for Christmas? You know, like family <laughs> or tardy, like just sending me fucking e-transfers. So they're like, I like to buy you something. I I have no idea what to fucking put on there, because if I want something, I just buy it. You know, I just correct. Yeah, it's it's either too expensive for them or I you know if it's something small, I don't wait till fucking Christmas to get it or maybe hopefully get it. I just get yeah. it. So yeah, it's, just, it's true. A lot of my stuff too are like very specific too. Like I want. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre release from Vinegar Syndrome, and it's like, a re- yeah, you can't try, just say I want Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, like vinegar. Usually, I got like, you some vinegar in the movie you wanted. Here you go. Yeah, I can totally see my mom like, Tati, I saw that. I didn't. I went to the grocery store. I didn't see this in Vinegar Syndrome section, but you're gonna get the fucking uh, full screen version of a DVD that's yeah. found at a gas station, you know, like. Oh, just be honest, uh, all about that, yeah, yeah. and like video games. Oh my god, uh, I oh, want that's... it for the Series X, and you get it. It's a fucking like Wii game. <laughs> oh my god, I... <laughs> the worst, right? Yeah, I had to explain to my sister-in-law about different controllers and how they don't all work the same <laughs> work system together. For my son, she wanted to buy an Xbox controller, and she's like, "Can I get?" I'm like, "This is a f- <sighs> no PlayStation controllers don't work for it." Like, what are you fucking ninety years old? This no. So yeah, I'd rather just buy them my own shit and just ask for gift cards because it's easy. You if you see something like yes. pop up, I can buy it real quick because usually I buy shit from Amazon or Target, whatever it is. Anyway, so it's easier. And people are like, "Well, it's not personal if I give you a gift card." I, yeah, but it's I can, perfect. I can grab whatever I need. Yeah, 
Exactly. That's what I'm, I thrive, dude. Parents say, what do you want? I say Best Buy, Lowe's, Home Depot, or Barnes & Noble. Those are my go-tos. And you know what, though? As an adult, though, you start realizing all those times as a kid that you were like a fucking underwear again, socks again. You're like, this is stupid. Now as an adult, I'm like, fuck, Christmas is coming. That means I'm getting new underwears after five yeah. years. My mom's Let's sending me that. those white socks. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> those, Kirk, those Kirkland brand from Costco socks, dude. Oh, dude, the ones with the uh, gray tip and shit. I think fuck I have yeah. some. Of my... Yeah. 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 With like, their... They sell them like 20 of them and shit. Yeah. They're fucking great, dude. So. Anyways, uh, we're having an abbreviated show tonight. We're not going to go into trivia. We're not going to go into news. We'll catch up on that all next time because we want to get straight into uh, the good shit and review this. We're a little we're a little behind as far as scheduling goes, so we'll just speed it up a little. Um, what watch played in red? Todd, you mentioned that you uh, recently bought something, so talk to us. Tell us what, what you got. Yeah, I'll lead it off with uh, bought the new Modern Warfare 2. And, uh, you know, I've come to a realization that these games are not for my age group anymore. These, uh, Modern Warfare from 2019 was a remake, you know, of the 2009 Modern Warfare or something like that. And then this one was a remake of Call of Duty 2 or Modern Warfare 2. And, um, yeah, it's like, I'm not too far into the story mode, so I can't give a lot away. I may be like an hour and a half in. But it's like a Michael Bay movie, you know what I mean? Like Call of Duty's always been that way, where it's giant set pieces uh, mixed with like low-key cool action, night vision, things like that. And this one doesn't stray from that path. Um, but I already know where it's going because, you know, like I said, this wasn't made for me. This is a remake of a game we all played or most of us played, you know, 10 plus years ago. This is for the 16-year-olds that I was when I played it, you know what I mean, the original. So now it's kind of like you're getting kind of left behind. So that makes me kind of appreciate more of the story-driven single-player games that we have, you know, like the Fallout, Spider-Man, Last of Us, things like that, because that's meant for, like, the older gamers, in my opinion. But either way, I mean, this game made a fucking billion dollars in five days of sales, fucking insane. Um, so there's definitely not any, like, Call of Duty funk going on. It's obviously still selling, and I think that mostly do the younger crowd playing um, multiplayer, which for every really good game I have on multiplayer... I get fucking wrecked, like insanely bad. Like I'm spawning and getting shot. I'm turning around a corner. Motherfuckers are sliding across the map, diving for shit, 360 no scopes. And I'm like barely getting my gun up. So it sucks. Um, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2022. Um, let me pull up my letterbox real quick. So you're finally getting old, huh? You motherfucker where the game that you were so highly looking forward to has found a way to disappoint you. Yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not this point. It's just not my game. You know what I mean? It's not meant for me is it, anymore. Is it a remake, though, of Modern Warfare 2, or is it a sequel to so, the last one that came out? I believe it's a loose remake because there's a betrayal, and that happens in Modern Warfare 2 as well. Gotcha. Shepard. Okay. Um, so I guess it's like a direct sequel slash loose remake, which was, so was the 2019 version. It's the Multiverse of Madness. There you go. <laughs> um all right my first movie here is europa report from 2013 and this one is a uh space crew international space crew going to europa which is a moon of shoot i forget now jupiter i think jupiter girls okay. go to jupiter to get more stupider what's up um <laughs> I, I know you like that one uh yeah and anyway so they're going to europa because they think they're gonna have find life because you know there's you know it's a frozen ice moon, but there's liquid water, which I think it's been proven in real life, right? And 
as well. So they go there. Um, there's some calamities that happen on the way over there. And we get into the sci-fi stuff where they land in Europa and things start happening. The uh, the ice is shifting. There's some weird lights that people keep seeing. And eventually there's a fucking alien. So I'll leave it at that. It's really cool because it's very low budget, but doesn't really show. Well acted throughout. And it's kind of like a mix of found footage and mockumentary. Also play has, uh, I always mispronounce his name, Sharpla Copley or whatever from District 9 in it. Sharplo. Sharpla, yeah. So he's really good. So I give that one a three and a half out of five. Uh, moving on up. Jupiter. I don't know. It's Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. Very nice. My um, next one is from 2013. That's Snowpiercer starring Captain America, uh, Chris Evans. And if you guys haven't seen this one before, it's about in the future, the, the world freezes over, right? And the only survivors are on this uh, um, train that goes around the earth. And each time it goes around the earth, it's one year, right? um and it's fucking cool man like the it's a it's a class-driven film meaning that chris evans and his crew is in uh the back of the train and they're like the low-life citizens they're all dirty no showers they get fucking protein bars that look like shit and they have to eat it and then every so often um there's like an uprising from the back of the train which um you know they try to take over the, the front of the train and like say we want more rights and things like that it always gets shot down is this time gonna be different with chris evans leading the charge we'll see um, I really like this movie. Once we do this decade, it's definitely going to pop up on my top uh, for this decade for sure. And I love it. Uh, I have quite a bit here, so I'll go keep going through them. Uh, or are we to end at three? Yeah. If you want to go another one, that's cool. Yeah, do another one. All right. Did we talk about Top Gun Maverick already? Yep. Yeah, I think you I did. did last okay. episode, yeah. Uh, and I'll finish off with The Northman, um, Robert Eggers' new yes. film about Vikings. And uh, I, you know, I love period pieces like this stuff. You know, I know Braveheart, stuff like that. It's not, maybe not necessarily historically accurate, but I like that time period, you know, like Lord of the Rings, um, Excalibur. That's a really good movie. Uh, but this one, anyway, it's about a young dude. He's a prince to the throne. His dad is the king. He gets betrayed by his brother, kills him. Um, and then this kid is left for dead and he vows to come back and kill the guy, kill his uncle, uh, save his mother and avenge his father, right? So he uh, fast forward, he's a man now, and he is hatching this plot to go back and, and fulfill his destiny, right? Um, it's a Robert Eggers film, like 100%. If you don't like his style, you're not going to like this movie. Very weird stuff, really strong imagery, stuff like that. And I ended up really liking this one. Not as much as I hoped it would be, because I really wanted more with like the revenge part of things. It kind of a little bit lackluster for how they pulled it off. Um, but overall, I thought it was extremely well acted. Um, well shot, well directed. William Dafoe, he's in it for a little bit, but he's great. Alexander Skarsgård's awesome. Um, Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy's fucking delight. She's great in everything. So, Northman. Ethan Hawke's in that one too, right? Ethan Hawke, he plays the king in the beginning. Yep. Um, yeah, so overall, the Northman's really good, and that will definitely be my top five of the year. We'll see. Well, not we'll I see. Hope... I just told you it would be, so there you go. <laughs> I hope that's better than uh, the fucking Green Knight, because that movie was dog shit. I haven't seen that. I bought it, but I still haven't watched it. <laughs> you bought it? Fucking return it, dude. Return <laughs> I it. I already opened it. I took the shrink wrap off. Tell me you don't even want your money back. Just return <laughs> it. Steve, you go next. All right. Uh, so I have two movies and two TV shows I'd like to talk about. So starting with the movies, the first one I watched from 2022 is the unbearable weight of massive talent. So this is the movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. So he plays himself. He's a down and out actor. He's taking on a bunch of roles and 
you know, he has a big role coming up and he owes some money, so he's psyched about it, but the role falls through. And you know who doesn't hire him? David Gordon Green. So fuck that guy. Uh, so it's a better thing for you, Nicolas Cage, that you didn't get that movie. Um, it was supposed to be Tarantino, apparently, but he he couldn't make it work. So it's too bad. So anyway, he doesn't get that role. So because he owes so much money, he instead goes to a birthday party he got invited to in like in another country that they're going to pay him like a million dollars to show up to the birthday party. So he's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just do that because I need the money. So he goes over there and it's hosted by Pedro Pascal, who we of course know as the Mandalorian. Um, and basically it's him just inviting him to this party. And he's a huge Nicolas Cage fan and he wants to sell him his script. But uh, Nicolas Cage eventually finds out that Pedro Pascal's character might be part of the of a cartel and they're into some really dangerous shit. And the movie kind of turns into kind of a, one of those standard action films you know with cartels and nicholas cage being nicholas cage and pedro pascal kind of being stuck in the middle of the two is danny trejo in it uh, no no sadly. yeah no uh, he's not he should have been though um so yeah the movie is it's really good i i really enjoyed it i love how much fun they poke at nicholas cage's like previous roles uh they really go through like his film library and make fun of the rock and face off and a bunch of moments like uh, Pedro Pascal is like a mega fan. He has like a fucking room of all the Nicolas Cage, like props and stuff like that. And it's super cool. And I really like that Nicolas Cage isn't afraid to really make fun of himself. Like he talks about being in a million movies that no one ever watches and all that stuff. So he's very self-aware and I really fucking love that. I love the idea at first that they were going with where Pedro Pascal basically just invited him to this party so he could sell him on a script. And I kind of wish that the whole rest of the movie was him just like coming up with fake situations so that the whole thing is to convince him to take on this this movie that he had written. But unfortunately, he goes into such a familiar like scene before trope of just an action film with the cartel being involved like that. And I I, I was kind of bummed out by that. I thought the whole movie should have been meta and just be like a total fake thing, you know, just to convince him. So... I liked it a lot, but it wasn't the uh, the classic that I was guess I was hoping that it would be. So I gave it three point five uh, stars on Letterboxd. The next one is just gonna pull it up here. Weird, the Al Yankovic story. So I've you know not too long ago we reviewed UHF and I talked about how big of a fan I am of Weird Al. First CD I ever bought was the Food Album from Weird Al. First concert I ever went to was Alapalooza tour for Weird Al. So I was really looking forward to his biopic here. He's played by Daniel Radcliffe. And the way this movie Suspended plays... Suspended from Twitter. <laughs> who, who isn't? He got these days. <laughs> we're, all, we're all suspended from fucking Twitter. Um, so the way this movie is, it makes fun of all the other music biopics. Like, it's kind of a story of how Weird Al became popular, but also really not. It really just goes into you know, pretending that he had this huge relationship with Madonna and making fun of movies like the Elton John movie and the Queen movie and the Elvis movie and just like going over the top on all these elements that uh, is just basically a parody. And I think that's the perfect way to do a Weird Al movie. Sorry, is it like Walk Hard? Kind of like in that realm? Kind of, you know, like kind of making fun of music biopics, but while also being a biopic because they are kind of going through his life at the same time just in really like broad terms you know 
Um, and for two thirds of the movie, it's fucking brilliant. A lot of Easter eggs to his songs and music videos. And there's some UHF Easter eggs, which I really enjoyed. And I thought it was fantastic. But the third act takes a fucking nosedive and goes into a place that's so weird and so out of place that it kind of hurts a movie a lot for me. Um, and that's unfortunate. I guess it's the same thing as Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It just, it was going so well there for two thirds of the movie. And then it just takes such a nosedive. I will say, though, there's a ton of celebrity cameos, and it's hilarious to just to see who the fuck is going to show up next because there's so many of them. And there's not only celebrity cameos, but there are a lot of 80s, like, iconic figures that show up but played by other people. There's just, like, Pee Wee Herman, Hulk Hogan, Elvira, uh, fucking random-ass people that just show up at, like, different times in his life because he has been interacting with a ton of different people throughout his life, so... It's a great film, uh, but I think it's more of a film that people need to be a big Weird Al fan to really enjoy. I don't know if a non-Weird Al fan would enjoy it, so I don't know if I'd recommend it to people who don't like Weird Al or his comedy or his style. And it's unfortunate, like I said, the third act kind of really bugs it down. So I also gave it a three and a half star out of five on Letterboxd. And finally, my two TV shows. I got a lot of time to sit at home and watch TV, so I finally binged both uh game of thrones house of the dragon and also lord of the rings ring of power <clears throat> i won't go into deep dives into those all i'll say is um rings of power is fucking amazing you, this is the most expensive tv show ever uh ever done like how much money they put into it and it fucking shows the locations are beautiful the cgi is really good a lot of practical effects just like the original lord of the rings trilogy from peter jackson and it really expands the lore. This takes place in the Second Age. So you have a few characters you would recognize, like Galadriel and Elrond, and a few others that I won't spoil. Um, I really enjoyed it. It really expands on Lord of the Rings stuff. And I think people, most people would enjoy it. But if you really love Lord of the Rings, I think this is definitely one you should check out. And the other one, of course, House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones. I really like that one as well. Um, I think Game of Thrones is better like as a TV show. And I think the reason I like Game of Thrones better is that there are more characters. So there's a lot more stuff going on. Where, and whereas this focuses really on just things happening at King's Landing and, you know, the kind of the main family behind the King. Uh, and it takes place over a span of 20 years, which is really off-putting because they don't tell you when there's a time jump. You just like start a new episode and suddenly new actors are playing the same roles as characters you've seen before. And it's like, what? Well, what just happened? Who is this? <laughs> like, you try takes like a little while to figure it out. Particularly, like the main, uh, the main actress in the movie, like the uh, the daughter of the king, Rhaenyra Targaryen. Yeah, Rhaenyra Targaryen. She just switches actresses like an episode, and they don't they don't tell you, they don't set it up. It's just this is it. It's a new character now, uh, and it's weird because some actor, some of the characters, age like fucking super old. And some of them don't change whatsoever in 20 years. So it's 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 a little off, but still, it's awesome. And I'm so happy to get some Game of Thrones back into my life. So Leave my, Damon alone. That's why I won't watch. <laughs> Leave Damon Targaryen alone. <laughs> All right. Uh, my turn. Uh, first movie, I have a couple tonight. Uh, my first movie is a millionth time watch for me. First time for the wife. And that's Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it from beginning to end. It happened to be on TV a couple weeks ago. 
Um, I told my wife, you got to watch this with me, not just because of the pool stain and Phoebe Cates. For me, at least it was. For her, it wasn't. Uh, but I just want her to see that movie she's never seen in her life. So um, I love that movie. It's great. It's funny. It's got all that that humor and stuff uh, from the 80s that I love so much with the Brat Pack and everything else. So uh, Fast Time at Ridgemont High, Phoebe Cates. did uh, he land that chick? <laughs> That little fucking dude. dweeb dude, his friend. I forget his name. I don't know. Vinny, maybe? Oh, no. Hold on. Let me pull it up because his friend was fucking annoying. Hey, you you want to come over? Shut you up, want some tickets bag. to the game? Yeah, yeah. I like that it had Forrest Whitaker in there because my wife's like, oh, I know who that is just by looking oh, at it. Oh, Mike. Eye. His name is Mike. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I work at the movie theater. Hey, you want to come over? He fucking well, he landed this? it. So hands off to him. Wait, what was the name of his fuck? Judge Reinhold was in there. What was the name of the friend though? I forgot. Mike. Was it Mike? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Sorry, I was looking at it. Yeah. So, um, I I love the movie because of Phoebe. Phoebe's something about her in that movie, Gremlins, everything. Phoebe Cates is just beautiful, uh, along with Molly Ringwald. Uh, second one, I actually watched this one yesterday. It's a movie that I've seen bits and pieces, never through from beginning to end, and. It kind of inspired me to watch it after seeing these guys at Monster Palooza last like two weeks ago, two and a half maybe now. Uh, Weird Science. Um, I had last watched it maybe when I was like eleven or twelve, so it didn't really pay too much attention to it other than Kelly LeBrock being in there. You know it, I sure did. <laughs> uh, but Weird Science, it was a cool movie. It's a fun movie. Um, it was just really cheeseballish that the graphics back in those days and. I didn't realize that they had brought her a life using a doll. I mean, somehow that skipped me when I was little to realize that. Um, but Kelly LeBron plays such a great role. She's fucking fierce. She's amazing. She's hot. She's something great to look at. Got a young Robert Downey Jr. in there. Holy shit, dude. That blew me away. I totally forgot he was in it. But uh, fun movie. I liked it. Um, brought up. some. Two things. So, Chet. Chet. Oh, hey, dude. Fucking Chet in there. <laughs> What's going on in here? <laughs> Chet. What's it's going to cost you? And then the fucking scene where they're like in the dive bar. He's like, man, she hit my balls, man. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that entire scene. It's so funny. Freaking Anthony Michael Hall did such a good job when he was doing, hey, man, let me tell you, man. She hurt. Let me tell you what I did. I called her. I was like, it is fucking hilarious. His little buddy, though, was kind of annoying. Uh, his, his cohort. The other movie. dude. Yeah. yeah, I liked Anthony Michael Hall in there a lot more. So uh, that's weird science. Uh, as far as what I'm playing, uh, God of War releases here, Ragnarok, the sequel, in the two days from this recording. Uh, so I'm trying to get through the first game, and I'm having so much fucking fun playing it. I don't know if you continued with it yet or not, Todd, or if you put it back down. I haven't even started, but downloaded it and stayed, stayed that way. Let me tell you, you, you were talking about Modern Warfare 2 and the scale and stuff. God of War, you know, is known for that, to have these big monsters and these epic battles. And I must be at least midway through it. And it's fucking, it's fun, man. It's so cool to play. Um, it's hard to put down. I was actually playing right before we got on. Uh, hopefully I get that done by the end of this month so I can play something new. Uh, last two things, two books. I finished reading Alien Covenant Origins. It's basically a prequel to the movie itself. Um, I'm a huge Aliens fan. I know a lot of listeners are too. I know Eric is. Um, so I thought, hey, this let's give this book a shot. I own it along with um, hundreds of other books. Um, and it, unfortunately, it was kind of it was kind of bland. It was kind of boring. I actually started reading it maybe like a year and a half ago and put it down because I was bored. Picked it up because I want to finish my uh, 
my challenge on Goodreads this year. So I picked it up to finish it and it still was bland throughout. It doesn't really have so much tied to the movie itself. It's just basically the setting is Covenant's getting ready to launch to Orge 6 to do the whole terraforming and living on another planet. But there's a sect of people who want to see it disrupted and not happen because they believe there's nothing but evil in space. So there's this who done it, who's doing it, who's in who's in the background type deal. It was honestly, it was kind of a boring read. Um, wouldn't recommend that you pick it up unless it's free on like audio, audiobook or audible or something like that to to have it read to you, like Todd does. Um, and the last one that I have for the night, I know this is not a horror podcast, but I've been kind of waiting to read this one. I read it and it's fucking hit me in the feels greatly. And that's the book by Jack Ketchum called The Girl Next Door. Man, talk about a hard fucking read. I mean, the book basically is about two young girls who lose their parents in a car accident. They go to live with their aunt. Their aunt is uh, not living the greatest of life. Her husband left her. She doesn't have money. Uh, she has three boys of her own, can hardly afford to feed themselves and the boy. Then these two girls come and all her anger and resentment starts being taken out on one of the sisters. And it's just basically a book about fucking torture in the worst ways possible. Um, I bought the book. I was kind of, it wasn't really on my top list, but again, I needed something to finish quick and fast. And I think I finished this book within two, three days. It was hard to put down, but it was hard to fucking read. There's some shit in that book that I'm like, this is fucking terrible. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever read the book, A Child Called It, which is similar about torture and treating kids bad. Uh, this was fucking right up there with just terrible shit, but I do recommend you read it. It's a fun, it's a fun, not even, that's a bad word to use. It's not fun, but it's a, it's a good eye-opening read um, to do. So that's The Girl Next Door by Jack Ketchum. Cool, cool. All right. So no trivia tonight. We are going to go ahead and skip over and go to listener questions. So our boy Chuck, who usually does our audio questions, Chuck, we, we love you for doing that. Um, he decided to send us in questions. So no more wet floor signs at the store and women getting hurt. <laughs> to, 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 be, to be fair, I told him not to. Oh, I asked him not to. Um, oh, okay. I, I just, I need to get this episode like basically done in an hour. So gotcha. I asked him for one week to not, you know, grace us with his luscious voice, but it will be back <laughs> next episode. I promise. I, I did love his uh, explanation for you, you. For those of you who are not on the discord, uh, he had said that he wasn't allowed to send them in because a lady was listening to the questions and she slipped in the aisle and broke her neck due to his voice. So, <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Chuck, Captain Amazing, his first question is, or yeah, first question. This game was great in the nostalgic factor. What other games would you like to see come back in a similar fashion? Who wants to go first? Oh, fucking Road Rash. You guys remember that game? Road Rash? When you're That's on like old. a yeah. bike and shit and you're you're smashing dudes second? off them. Yeah, and with baseball bats and stuff. Oh, um, yes. There's one called, I think it's called Jet Moto, where you're like on wave I remember Jet Moto, yeah. Yeah, let's bring back some, let's bring back some like random PS1 games and just fucking like Siphon Filter. I've said that before. I love fucking Siphon Filter. But if you're looking at more like arcadey stuff, um, I mean, X-Men's always a fucking good game to play, that was right? A fun game, that yeah. back. Uh, like the Marvel so, Ultimate Alliance, that shit was so much oh, yeah. fun. Uh, let's do some Streets of Rage. I know there's some collections out there that I have on Xbox, but maybe like a new Streets of Rage would be cool. There was one I thought uh, like a few years ago. A new one? Uh, Streets of Rage four or five, yeah. They, maybe that's one I have. Using using that same like old style. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Sweet. Uh, for me, I've, you know, this game, obviously, yeah, you're 100% right, Chuck, nostalgic. Um, it's in my review, too, talking about that. But um, obviously, you got the Punk Toads in there, so it reminded me of the Battle Toads uh, game. I would, I know that they did one in the last couple of years. Um, I would love it in this in this this style, this art form. Um, even Metal Slugs. I don't know if you guys ever played Metal Slugs back in the day. I fucking loved Metal yeah, Slugs. Hell yeah, that's a great game. I know they have it on Switch, um, but Switch doesn't have the best uh, multiplayer, I believe, online. Uh, but Metal Slugs was fucking cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other like side scroller games that would be fun. The X Men one is you're right. The Simpsons yeah. even remember the Simpsons, Simpsons yeah. arcade game. I'm surprised yeah, they never brought cool. that back. Like, I know. It, I mean, the fucking really cool. show's been on for 45 seasons or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, why not? Um, you can buy the um, arcade one up version of that too. I just saw that in a couple weeks ago that they have yeah. it available. But those are just off the top of my head. What about you, Steve? Uh, I've been blessed lately. Like all my favorite games when I was a kid have had recent revivals. Uh, Mega Man got a recent revival. Uh, Turtles got one. A fucking Monkey Island just came out with a new game. So I'm I'm really lucky in that department. Um, Some that I would like to see come back though, uh, for sure. Lexi Cross, which is a really obscure one that no one would know about, but me personally, I thought it'd be really cool to get one. Uh, If we're going to more PS1, uh, you said Siphon Filter is good, but Parasite Eve is another one that I would really like to see. Uh, and Soul Reaver, I think that was the other one that I would think would be really cool. Yeah, I remember um, that. It's the um, guy with the glowing eyes and stuff, right? Yeah, a Time Splitter is another one that is kind of due for a revival. Time Splitter uh, was dope. Yeah, it was, and I'm surprised yeah. that it kind of disappeared. I had a lot of fun playing that game. I would mm. say Twisted Metal, but I know that there's one oh, on the horizon. I love Twisted so. Metal. And it better be movie. good. The last one was terrible. It's a show, isn't it? It's oh, a show. Uh, That's right. They decided to do a show. So, and yeah, they got Anthony big actors. Mackey's in it. Yeah, dude. they got big actors in it too. So. That's awesome. I hope he plays Axel. Dude, that would be cool. Twisted Metal was such a big part of my childhood. Like those games are so much fucking fun. Yeah. And imagine with today's graphics, what they could do with that shit. Like, phew, I'm like, all for it. And have it kind of like a burnout paradise where shit just gets destroyed. That'd be really cool. That's what we need. Yeah. yeah. And, Sweet uh, tooth, baby. Yeah. And one more that I really want them to bring back. So one of my favorite games was the Terminator, like shooter one, the one where you have like the actual guns in the arcade. I want oh, that shit. Yeah. I want that shit on VR. Like also, there's no reason. Okay, went up. Yeah. Why and, why haven't they done that? Like why haven't for VR haven't they brought back some of those classes? Any like, of them, like House of the Dead or, or, I don't know. Oh uh, dude, that shit would fucking sell like crazy. They, would, I would, they, they have shooters, but they're shit. And I don't know why. Like they're they maybe it's a licensing thing. I don't know, but they, they really need to get their act together because that would be fucking awesome. It just it's if somebody bundled like a railgun VR shooter package, I would buy VR fucking tomorrow just to play them all. You need to buy VR just to play fucking mini golf, you bitch. It's fucking fantastic. Dude, Come we don't on, even man. get on we don't even get on fucking multiplayer for like games like this. We played PUBG once and I've been sitting I here know. itching. We're we're terrible. We're terrible. Life just gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. But all right. Chuck's next question is which turtle did you play as the most? I played as Leo, dude. Leo's my fucking boy. The whole game, beginning to end. Yeah, I only played as Donatello because I'm a Donatello guy. Give me the staff. Let me beat you over the head with it. Stick it up your butt. <laughs> turn you into a popsicle. Like fucking what's his face? <laughs> oh, shit. <from> Warriors. <laughs> Ooh, oh, don't get me started. Don't oh, get God, me started. No, 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 no. <laughs> our our, our worst performing right episode. <laughs> yeah, don't get me doing it. <laughs> uh, and, and I went Michelangelo. So there you go. We, shit, we oh, all went different turtles. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, we just need someone to play Ralph. Right. Oh, I could hear Chuck saying, pick me pick me 
Yeah, Leo, I, you know, typically I'll go for stats because every one of these turtles has different stats and then you got April and Splinter. Um, but this first playthrough, I was like, I got to play as my fucking boy, uh, Leo. And he's a leader, man. Come on. The the self-appointed leader at that. All right. Last question from Chuck is a fuck, Mary kill. So our options are April O'Neil, April O'Neil, Velma, or Carmen Sandiego. Oh, I'll go first since I uh for it. Uh I'm killing Velma. What? I just I, I just she never did it for me. I don't know. What just Velma from the Scooby Doo movie live action. Yeah, that's different. Well, we were going cartoon. Oh, we're going cartoon only? Oh, I was yeah. going hottest available. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm going cartoon here. <laughs> yeah, I go cartoons. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. marry April O'Neil because she is like smoking in the in the games <laughs> in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, she is. You like some yellow raincoats. That, yeah, that, that jumpsuit <laughs> is uh, incredible. And I'm gonna fuck Carmen San Diego because she she got some mystery to her. You, she's she's been around and she's Done <laughs> tips and tricks all over the world, so can't, hell you yeah, can't catch her though, man. But yeah, right. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm on the I'm on the exact same boat as you, Steve. Uh, Velma, I just think would all be up with my business every ten seconds, trying <laughs> to solve mysteries of what I'm doing. Um, so I can't have that. So I'll kill her, Carmen. You said it. She's mysterious. She's been all over the place, and it's just more so of a, you know, hit it and quit it later. But April O'Neil. I got a thing about fucking redheads and freckles, and I know Chuck is fucking salivating at the mouth as I say this because he's in the same boat as I am. Redheads, freckles, oh, dude, all day long, dude. He's my fucking kryptonite. April O'Neil's mine for life. I'll switch it up in a little bit. I'm killing April O'Neil because she's too into her career. I want to hang out sometimes, okay? I need to lay pipe. She's over there hanging out with fucking turtles in the sewer. I'm not fucking dealing with that, all right? Next up, I'm going to marry... Velma, because I think she'd be a nice wife. I think she'd be a, a gentle lover, and sometimes you just need to be held. You know what I mean? Uh, plus, if I had you know problems with my math, math homework, she would help me out. Uh, and then finally, I'm gonna bang Carmen San Diego because you guys already named it. She's a mysterious. She's like, what's under the what's under the trench coat? What are we hiding? What's the goods? Bigger than you thought, perhaps. Ooh, uh, bigger so than you that. thought. Todd, can I ask you a question? Yes. When the fuck are you doing math homework? <laughs> I, I was just thinking that, you guys don't do math homework? Yeah, no, I, I don't fucking go <laughs> to home and be like, you know what, I'm going to do some math homework. I'm just, I'm I mean, just giving an example of her nerdiness if I needed help. I mean, I don't. I mean, like, such a weird example. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, Todd's a bitch, but uh, I do do math homework, especially with my kids. I'm having to learn all these new ways. So I can't learn it. I'm fucking stupid as fuck. I cannot I want you. Math. I want you guys to look up the lattice method after this show. I'll send it to you in the, in the private. It's fucking ridiculous. They, they don't let you do land. Yeah, they don't let you do long division anymore. Therefore, I'm out. No. Yeah. Out. There's, there's no more like carrying over the number and working it out that way. They completely in, eliminated that. And they have to. It's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but two yeah, plus also, two is five, man. You can't chimp in line, man. I got you. <laughs> yes, you're stupid. <laughs> All right. Next to our final questions of the night. This comes from the big homie who was the biggest freddy krueger during halloween this year and that's cody oddjob 007 his first question is the same question todd opened up the episode with if you could master any of the turtles weapons which would you choose i don't think you really need to master a staff i mean morgan from walking dead mastered staff yeah or you could be you could be chirrut imway from fucking rogue one 
I am one with the force, and the force Fuck is that with motherfucker, me. dude. Stupid what? ass stormtrooper that he he kicked dirt at, which he did not need to react to, be react to anyway. Stupid. I ass. I, I, I side with know, you on I that know, one. I know. <laughs> um, I'm going with fucking Leonardo's big ass sword, dude, because he wouldn't want to twirl a sword around. Two of them. Shove it two of them, dude. Chest. Yeah. Yeah. When I played when I played Kotor, um, I always do- dual wielded lightsabers, even though it kind of didn't do as much damage as one but yeah leo two fucking swords chopping people up added with some distance too i mean quite possibly the deadliest weapons of of all the turtles so yeah i think practically leo is definitely the answer but i i definitely want to do the nunchucks because they're really cool and i just want to do the nunchucks so hopefully i meet another guy who knows how to do the nunchucks and i can look at him straight in the eyes and say oh a fellow chucker eh (laughs) stupid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, i've i've seen too many gravy seal videos of people trying to learn nunchucks you know like 400 pound dudes or people hitting themselves in the nuts and i'm staying away as far as possible from nunchucks. Uh, I, have you ever tried any they're it's 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 hard to yeah, master my, my dad used to do that shit man me too my dad Did he? Had, I yeah. mentioned, they're like these uh kind of rub, rubber black ones that he had yeah for a uh, karate class and they probably had yeah. the same set fucking nerds <laughs> they, <laughs> <Probably. did. laughs> they went to the same convention yeah. right <laughs> Hey, uh, Todd, your dad, awesome. does your dad still do them? I'll go get a video and put it on the Discord. He, I bet he probably has them somewhere. That motherfucker has a unicycle. They did ride around. <laughs> yeah, your dad has a unicycle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he used to ride that shit around the backyard. Like, Stop uh, it. It's fucking crazy. Oh, dude, <laughs> tell him to send us a video. I want to see that shit. <laughs> All right, last question of the night. Is uh, any arcade memories from playing the original Turtles arcade game, maybe with another arcade game? Like, Do you have any memories from... The Turtles arcade game or any other possible arcade game um, that you might think of? Uh, Steve mentioned Terminator. That was always a go-to, getting that fucking Uzi attachment, which I really want to get the arcade one up. That was such a fun-ass game. Um, played a lot of since. I honestly, we'll talk about in the review, didn't play a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but I did a lot of you know X-Men and Marvel and all that shit. Yeah, uh, so for me... Oh, sorry, Steve, go ahead. Uh for me, same thing. I didn't have a TMNT in the arcade uh, growing up, so I never really got to play the arcade version of uh, Ninja Turtles. Now, I played the shit out of Turtles in Time. Uh, I even, like, gained a best friend because of Turtles in Time. So, I mean, yeah, I played the shit out of that. But as far as the arcade goes, so there was an arcade walking distance from my high school, and at lunch, one of my friends and I would often go play WrestleFest, which is an old, like, 80s, um, uh, like, WWF game. And I used to fucking love playing that game. You play tag teams all the time, and we just go and play that. And sometimes we play The Simpsons, and sometimes we play some of the other games. They had like uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker and yeah. uh, <laughs> a few others. But <laughs> Russell, right, WrestleFest was our go-to, and I fucking love that game. Oh man, this Turtles, uh, Turtles in Time. That's my childhood, man. That's going to Castle Park going throughout that whole arcade and seeing that one fucking game that just captured me. Trap, now it is <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's terrible but the arcade back in the days was so big and expansive that that i loved it dude turtles in time was what introduced me to my fascination with the turtles when i was little i played that game from beginning to end at the arcade all the time i went um area 51 was another one a real i love fucking area yes, 51 you shoot the fucking dudes on accident yeah oh, oh hey let's go it's like thinking like i never beat that game in the arcade 
I went on YouTube just to see how long it was for play from beginning to end. It's only like a 30 minute game, which is kind of crazy. Cause I think as a kid, like even I'll talk about it in the review, but it's like the length of this game and how long it took to play that we're reviewing tonight as a kid, for me, it seemed like it was a fucking would take me like a year. It'd take me forever. I'd never get to the end. Um, but yeah, it's fucking area 51 and Ninja turtles, turtles in time. Uh, that's, that's childhood right there, baby. Yeah. I just got to um, shout out one more game because, uh, one of my friends who listens to the show, Pat, uh, we used to go to the theater all the time together and there was an arcade at the theater. So before we'd go see the movie, he would always fucking play this game. That was like a police Academy game where you have to do like challenges and you get up in like rank at the police academy until you become like a officer <laughs> and it was like connect before connect you both had a gun and it was movement controlled and he used to play that fucking game every single time we went to the theater and i'm sure he's getting a chuckle out of it because he remembers it but i don't know if you guys saw that game but was, it was a time crisis cool. maybe it no it's a police academy. Academy. It, was a, it was like a police no, academy game, game. Yeah. what was that game where you stood on like a a lever and then if you want to take cover in the game, you'd have to step on get it. To get, yeah. Was, was I that? never. Was something. That, that was Time Crisis. Was that Time that Crisis? Was time cri- yeah. Nice. But there, sweet. But I know at the tail end for our, I don't know the one that you're talking about, Steve, specifically. I'll have to look that one up. But I know as I got older into teenage years, some of the railgun games required. It had like, you step into like this box almost and you're playing the game. And in order to get cover, you have to physically move. And they had like motion tracker to do that, or when you had to get down on one knee. Yeah, that's what at it's that, like. Yeah. At that point, I was like, this is fucking embarrassing. I'd rather go play Dance Dance Revolution and look like an ass than do this shit. So, um, but yeah, I, I want to. I'm to look it up. Police 24 7, Steve, or it's Police possible. Trainer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the name of it, but I definitely remember the game. I'm looking them up. These look pretty sick. Yeah, it's it really <laughs> cool. It's a really cool game. Like, really well done. And uh, this is way before, like, you know, motion. Uh, gaming that we are familiar with so it's definitely yeah. oh we can't time. we can't forget jurassic park because oh, that game just all the time good. all time fucking greatness yeah. trying to kill that t-rex as he chases after you star wars of course is so, so oh, cool. hell yeah dude i'm so happy my friend has that in his garage so i could finally yes. play it you know beginning to end without having to worry about co- putting fucking quarters in um but that's it for the questions tonight thank you guys for sending those in um, and now we're just going to jump right into it, get into the review. So let me uh, give you a little bit of the background and, and then we'll go, we'll dive in. Uh, so developed by Tribute Games, and this was released for the Xbox and PS4 in June uh, 16th of this year. It has not released on PS5 yet. It will not release till the 15th. So well after this shows up. Um, but this for $80 more dollars. For 80, stop hating, Steve. Stop hating. You know they're gonna do uh, it. Those fuckers are gonna do it, and people are I gonna I, be at I their tits sucking at it. I think they'll drop it for forty, like they did the Cowabunga collection. Because it's more not, Sony. It, it's a fucking three-hour game. Yeah, hey, how many exclusives it's do not you guys had to drop this a, year? I don't give a how fuck. How many good dude. exclusive games? It's not a three-hour game. It's a two-hour and twenty-nine-minute game, according to. My I saw stats. your I I saw your stats, dude. I was fucking amazed. That's crazy. Uh, but it's a beat 'em up single or multiplayer game. For those of you who don't know, the original Turtle voice actors came back to voice these characters. Not that there's much dialogue in it, but they were uh, they came back to reprise the roles. It is a, it was a commercial success. This game sold one million copies within a week, which is insane for for this game. Um, and you play with seven unlockable characters, six to start off with, one that you unlock once you uh, finish playing the game. Uh, but to just kind of dive in and give it a uh, 
a little bit of a background. Let's see. Well, you follow the turtles as they chase Kang's android uh, from being built. Uh, along the way, you fight iconic enemies such as Baxter, Stockman, Bebop, Rocksteady, Chrome Dome, Rat King, Shredder, Tokar, and Razor. Um, for me, man, the minute this game fucking started, the day, the minute I pressed play and you get to pick from your characters, I was immediately transported back to 10 10 year old fat little doughboy Mondo on the on the couch. Uh, sitting on his Ninja Turtles chair. Remember those cotton chairs or those like foam chairs that you yes. would sit in? Yeah. Way I had too those small, up. but everyone was like, you, you yeah. fucking wear that out until it's like basically a fucking nothing. Like, <laughs> you fucking lean back on it. Right? It's stupid <laughs> you fuck it up. I was in my foam Ninja Turtle chair with my Ninja Turtle plywood fucking uh, toy box next to me playing this fucking game. Dude, that's exactly how I felt. The fucking artwork and direction for this game is just so fucking good it's not over the top it's not like current gen it's just perfectly what it needs to be um the fucking music's got me going throughout this whole game i'm jumping into level one i'm see fucking uh the suit the foot like i'm sitting here fucking fighting these foot soldiers having just the time of my fucking life and the best part is when i'm sitting there playing it to have my youngest come into the room like hey dad what are you playing can i play with you and to have her sit next to me and like get into it you know like this kid other than roblox and maybe minecraft you know she's good at that but you give her a controller at xbox she's like what the fuck do i do with this dude it was just so much fucking fun this is for me essentially was turtles in time 2.0 um that i got to experience as an adult like i said i love the art and animation the level design fucking top-notch perfect um, I love the cool level cameos, the secrets within the levels that you have to hunt for because it wasn't like uncharted where you miss it. You got to replay the whole fucking game again. This was like every, every fucking level was literally less than five minutes unless you're Todd and somehow beat the game in two hours. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I didn't experience the full multiplayer. I only played with my kid. Um, so that was one thing that I kind of was a little bummed out about because I would love to play full squad on this. The boss fights were fucking great. And the the varying enemies in this fucking game, there were so many different types of enemies. But that's just kind of a tidbit of what I got. I'll, I'll throw it over to you guys so you can get into some of the things and your initial thoughts. Yeah, funny. Um, I My first day I was out sick. I went up to my little game area, plugged this game in, beat it, and then went to my fucking room for isolation for fucking seven days straight. <laughs> so yeah, it took me two and a half hour, two hours, 29 minutes to beat from beginning to end. Um, and you know what? It, it didn't hit as hard for me because I was playing solo and I was fucking sick. You know what I mean? And anything you do when you're like you're in the first stages of being sick, you're like, I fucking hate this movie or I hate this game. <laughs> yep. You can't you can't appreciate it more. This would be super fun playing with like you did with your kids. Yeah. Um, I can see myself doing that or all playing together. That'd be nice as well, but it's still cool, man. There, there's something refreshing about the simplicity of these games, you know, like the streets of rage is uh, this game where it's like uh, metal, um, uh, the fucking little robot, blue robot guy. What's, what's his name? Fucking Mega, Mega man. man. Mega man. There you go. Like <laughs> <Mega> simplicity. <Mind. laughs> I think that's the movie. Mega mind. It is with Will Ferrell. <laughs> um, but it's just like, it's, it's just fucking fun. Like you grab motherfuckers, you throw them off camera, you beat the shit out of someone with your staff, you get insanely frustrated because that fucking flying thing you can't oh, get Oh, I can't wait till we talk about this Gosh, shit. <laughs> like, 
some of the shit is so fucking annoying like when i'm like i'm trying to fight this fucking guy and then i got a warning arrow on the highway and i try to get out of the way and i hit it and i'm a fucking i feel like a stupid idiot rock and bebop are throwing fucking shit at me i'm like pissed off because their car won't die um, <laughs> but yeah it's it's a super simplistic easy game and this is perfect for game pass because it's super fast to play um but it's it's like a it's a it, it pads the game passes video game numbers, but it's not a bad game whatsoever. It's not like a piece of yeah. shit that you don't want to play. So correct. Yeah. yeah, I this brought me back, man. Holy shit, this brought <laughs> me back to uh, Turtles in Time specifically. I yes. think that's what it riffed on more so than any of the other ones. Like it looked a little bit like the uh, you know uh, the Manhattan one, Manhattan Project, and uh, Turtles Three and everything like that, but this was really a turtles in time kind of, you know, spiritual successor. And I really fucking dug the aesthetic of this game. Uh, I had the privilege of playing it with my college buddies in person. So they came over all of them at the same time for the first time ever uh, visiting me here, my new city in the the last decade. And we just fucking, you know, had beers, sat down and played through the whole fucking game together. And it was fantastic. It was a really cool time. We got to reminisce on the game. Like I said, one of them, you know, I essentially became best friends with because of Turtles in Time. So to play it through this one again with him was awesome. Uh, We picked the three turtles that we had picked and our fourth friend didn't want to play Raph. So he played with Splinter. Uh, I do have a few complaints that I'll get to once we get like into the meat of the review. But overall, I just really enjoyed it. But I will echo a little bit what Todd said. I went back and played some of the levels on my own, mostly to get collectibles and stuff like that. And it's not as enjoyable uh, playing on your own. Um, like you said, sometimes just trying to bat out of the fucking air on your stupid, like flying skateboard, <laughs> yeah. trying to get like a little robot or whatever, but it was got annoying at times and stuff like that. And some of the challenges are way too hard. Like the amount of time. Fuck, like, fucking, yeah. Don't get touched. Like, fuck off. That's, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah. like, there's, there's no way. Uh, just stuff like that that I wish they would have uh, done better. But overall, I, I really enjoyed playing it. Yeah, so when I when I started the game, um, Leonardo, first time by myself, and it was the first level, one of the things I liked is what they did with Turtles with Time. You start the level, and it shows you the boss, you know, like a silhouette of them. And I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's who I'm going to fight. And I walk in, I'm like, I'm in the newsroom. This is fucking cool. And immediately, like, a fucking Foot Clan member fucking hits me and it says, challenge failed, don't get hit. And I'm like, what the fuck? You want me to go through this whole fucking game without getting hit this level? Like, that's fucking insane. Do you understand that? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I thought you were done. I was going to say, do you understand how stupid I am when it comes to games? <laughs> I mean, don't don't turn into angry video game nerd with Ninja Turtles, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> Nah, some of those Foot Clan motherfuckers are stupid as fuck. Like you're, oh, you're, yeah. you're beating the Which shit one? Which one? Tell me. Arcade dudes, or they're in, they're in like a arcade, right? Or they're in like a food line, something like that. Anyway, and like get out of line. Yeah, you're beating the shit out of their friends, and some of these fuckers are like oblivious and they're doing their shit. Like I just, yeah. like, I, I was like, these, I'm gonna beat him in the back of the head with my stick. Look at this. But yeah, they're fucking stupid. I hated that you got like this super heavy move to like charge up your attack in order to like disarm the shield dudes or whatever, but you never had enough time to do it because then another foot would come and hit you and mess up your charge time or you charge and they get out of your way and you let it go. And you're like, what the fuck dude? So, um, and then I liked that they had a dodge roll mechanic, but that shit hardly ever fucking worked because 
Yeah, I mean, you start this game off with like one life and you have to build up your turtle over time, which is a cool thing, a little ranking system. But God damn, it made it hard early on because you had to pretty much minimize the damage taken. Uh, Steve, when you played with your friends, did they increase the amount of pizzas and life regen that you can get? Or was it always still the same number? No, uh, they increased it, but they also increased the amount of enemies. So okay. it's, uh, yeah, I'd say there'd be like four pizzas per level. So one per turtle, one per person. Um, but they you, were, how, they how were you spread distribute out. It. Yeah. Yeah. How you distribute it is your thing because often we're trying to advance the screen and then all of a sudden you're like, whoops. You know, yep, exactly. the, the one guy with full health fucking sets <laughs> yeah. on the health. But it is what it is. We, we tried as much as possible to like just go. We just had a rule. Whoever had the lowest health would take it regardless of the situation. Yeah. Right? So. So so one thing I did not fucking miss, and it reminded me of how much like, this game used to aggravate me in Turtles in Time, where the fucking on the jets or on some kind of machine where you're kind of you're on the skateboards on the highway or whatever, the hoverboards. Um, those fucking levels were so fucking irritating because you get the warning signs, here comes something. And this game brought back that nostalgia factor as you have to the rap you have to have the right angle because if you jump too soon you get hit if you jump too late you get hit you have to have this perfect timing to jump over shit flying enemies were fucking assholes in this fucking game dude i hated the flying enemies it happened too often that that was one of my big gripes is that there are too many of those kinds of levels um it one thing that the recent battletoad did super well is even though it had the classic arcade feel, they really had a good variety of different types of levels. Whereas Turtles, it was just beat them up, skateboard levels, beat them up, you know, skateboard, fly, yeah. flying saucer level, beat them up. You know, it was just like back and forth. I wish they had more variety in the types of levels that they had. There wasn't really a good uh, move, at least that I utilized, where you could attack a flying enemy. It usually revolved around you jumping, kicking. Yeah. Um, and when they trying were trying to get lucky, pretty yeah. much. Because you'll jump up next to them, but they they move away yeah. from you, and you're like, "Fuck!" Now I got to go up and down. But in the end, Ooh. though, like, go ahead. No, those archers too. Same kind of concept. Oh, fuck those archers, dude! Yeah. The plumber ones too. The javelin guys. My yeah. so so my my two top two most frustrating fucking enemies in this game were the black foot soldier ninja guys who would dodge roll from you and then jump up in the air and throw these fucking swords at you. Those fuckers fucked me up so much on one level. I nearly, I had to walk away from it because I was so mad. And then those mouse bots 2.0, they're called robot walkers. They're like the advanced version, like tentacle legs, and they burrow underground. You have to fucking hit them till they flip over and kill themselves or kill them. Dude, when I was in the Technodrome fucking level and those dudes first came up, I was fucking angry. I was like, how do I do this? I'm doing light attacks and nothing's happening. But if you hold a fucking heavy attack, and hit them once, you'll disable them to kill them. But it's so fucking hard by your because I played this game majority, eighty five percent of it by myself. Um, so those later levels really got upset. But did you guys have like a a particular enemy that you hated or or a level that was a little bit harder for you? That um level no, just anything flying, anything flying because you it was hard to judge where they're gonna be at, you know. So it got super frustrating when there's like seven of them on screen and you're just jumping like an idiot, missing everything. Yeah, yeah. The Technodrome was kind of frustrating because fucking you know the floor is electrocuted and there's fire coming yeah. out of pipes and there's the fucking uh you know the fucking little 
robot things that are attacking you at the same time then yes. laser beams coming out of the ceiling it's just like god damn like uh so when we're playing four players um it's it's tough because you're trying to coordinate four people on this map and there's all these fucking things going on and you're trying yes. not to step on, on each other and it's you know often i would just be pressing buttons not really sure if i'm the one hitting them <laughs> but I'm in the vicinity of enemies, and we're all four of us in the vicinity of enemies. Someone's hitting the character, so I just sit there and, like, basically just press, you know, attack, and yeah, which actually brings me to another gripe that I want to get to. Um, The way that you use the special powers. So, so (laughs) to, yeah, to be able to uh, power up your special powers, you have to do a taunt. And I felt that my Just a minute! Yeah, I felt that my friends and I spend most of the game just taunting like you're just like you know whatever like just sitting there like oh my god 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 okay i'm done i got my special power do it okay oh my god i'm like fuck it just got so annoying you know splinters like meditating and michelangelo like doing all these sounds it's just like oh my god it's funny you say that because i didn't figure that shit out to like level 12 that you could fucking meditate and oh shit i would always do my powers (laughs) See, I would I would take time in between battles to do it once I figured it out and it made things a bit easier, but I fucking had no clue. I thought this was just like a straight button mash, fucking XY, XY, jump jump, XY. Like I just it was it was fucking crazy. Yeah, and but, it, um, it would also slow down the game because when we'd clear a, a like a panel, you know, when all the enemies, we'd be like, Okay, hold on. So we could all fucking do our stupid things so we could get to the next panel and <laughs> be leveled up. And it just like I wish they didn't have that honestly i wish that you only brought up your special powers by fighting and or even the combos or something just not that because i feel that it was too easy to exploit and it got annoying really fast that's some of my highlights of like boss fights like i love seeing bebop and rocksteady because they're just the og bad guys um and to see them fight them individually and then fight them both i thought was really cool um and then I like when you see Tokar and Razar, even though they were holograms, those are like my favorite thing of the Ninja Turtle movies and the second one, especially to see Tokar and Razar. I just fucking love them. Um, but those being the good highlights of boss battles, one of the most frustrating, and this is the only time I died in this whole game, was fighting Chrome Dome, which is essentially like Shredder. And I thought that fight was cool because, I mean, you're trying to hit him and you're not doing any damage. And then he jumps out of screen and you get this like goggle vision of him. And those fucking arms start coming out, but those fucking arms do so much damage. The shit out of you. Yeah, and then you have to like blow up the fucking uh, barrel, kill the foot soldier, and then they come down like that. If you shit miss was it, too, you're fucked. You have to wait for the next sequence. Exactly, yeah. and that shit was probably like the most frustrating one because I died and I was like, "Really fucking kidding me? I went through five lives on this shit. Come on!" Um, but I really liked that battle because I thought out of all of them, this one was unique because it took that character that you're looking forward to fight out of the game. Like, and you see from his perspective, I thought was cool. Um, but one of the things that kind of did frustrate me is you spent so much time from the beginning of this game, chasing all these guys, trying to steal the pieces to build Krang's fucking dude. And then you finally get to him, and it's like an easy battle. It wasn't necessarily something hard. So it's like all this time, you're like, this is going to be a great fucking battle. And then it just comes and goes, you know, in one, in one simple level. Um, as where like the Technodrome, you had two different bosses, uh, this one just went, came and went. But did you guys have a particular boss that you liked? I like the rat guy. What's his name? Rat King. Rat King. Rat King. Just because the name's cool. 
Because you like the Misia and Hugo, and that's what it reminded you of. Oh God, dude! <laughs> play wait till we have to play that game next year. <laughs> yeah, Misia, <laughs> Hugo. I, I was really excited uh, to get Bebop and Rocksteady. Like you find them pretty early on, and I love Bebop and Rocksteady. Always have since I was a kid. Uh, I like fighting Krang because he's one of my favorite characters in the universe. Uh, Baxter Stockman was really cool as well. Uh, yeah, I, I just really appreciated. All the characters. Uh, seeing Took on Razor was cool too because I wasn't sure they would put him in. You know, yeah, neither did I. That's not something they had in Turtles in Time um, because you know it's like I I didn't like them originally because I was pissed off it wasn't Bebop and Rocksteady, right? That's yeah. how most people who saw TMNT Secret of the Use felt at that time. Is like, what the fuck is this? This is not Bebop and Rocksteady. Like, if you're gonna do yeah. two animals, why the fuck are you doing? <laughs> do the like, iconic you... ones, right? Exactly, and it was frustrating. But now it's like classic. You know, now it's. Uh, I don't know, it's nostalgic to see them. So that was really cool as well. You know, and when I was getting to the tail end of this game and I got to the last level, I fight the big uh, New York Statue of Liberty, right? All dressed up and you're fighting her or whatever. And you destroy her and you land on the ground and then fucking Shredder comes back. And you knew he was going to come back because you briefly fight him before. I don't know why I completely forgot about Super Shredder. Um, but when he takes out the huh, 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 and the fucking ooze and like, jizzes all over himself with it and it turns into super shredder like i was sat there and it was like fucking ear to ear smile like this is fucking cool here's super shredder and the cool thing about this game is once you start learning the patterns it makes things easier because you would know okay he's gonna he's gonna drop uh he's gonna fucking go from side to side on the screen with his fucking flame and then he's gonna do these pulses and then he's gonna fucking spaz out then you fucking hit him watch rinse and repeat um, but I love that fucking fight. I love the way that the game ended that way um, with that fight, which I mean, who didn't see it coming? I guess me, but I just, it was just so much fun to be able to say like, Hey, as a fucking adult, I played a game that I truly loved from beginning to end. It didn't take me 14 hours. It took me, you know, three hours and like three minutes or something like that. But what are your guys' final thoughts about that, about the game? Yeah, it was fun. Is it going to be the best game of the year for me? Uh, no, nah. but I think it'd be a super fun party game to play. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's a nice distraction. It's a nice game to play like in between games, you know, just like, yeah. relax and everything. I will say this, though. I was super excited about the Kawabunga collection, which is the other Turtles game, which is a collection of all the other Turtles game put together. Yeah. And having played this, it kind of like filled my... You want for it, right? Yeah. So I figured, oh, I'm going to wait till it drops in price at this point and just... You know, it's it's like I'm good. I'm I'm good for now. Um, hopefully we see more Ninja Turtles like games. I like to see a modern Ninja Turtle game, like one that's actually like fully fledged and you know do something crazy with it. We don't get a lot of Turtles games that are really like developed and stuff other than beat 'em up. So it'd be cool to see them outside of this genre. But for this, it was a nice like look back. I, I enjoyed it. What am I alone in saying that I want more from this game specifically? Like maybe some DLC or. Uh, sequel to it maybe more playable characters I, I don't know what they would do like who would you have as the playable characters like they really went through their iconic list like they could do the kind of more the punk, the punk the punk frogs yeah just, yeah guys. well they had them in the game as like you know cameos uh, and collectibles stuff. and cameos and stuff like that but i i i didn't really watch the turtles past the original cartoon and the movies yeah. So there's a lot of spaceship that they go into and stuff like that. I don't necessarily need another one of these. If I were to see anything from the Turtles again in like a retro style, 
I'd like it if they did where each level, make them longer, but each level is from the different Ninja Turtle styles we've seen over the years. You know, okay. you, start, you start with the original graphic novel where they're all wearing the red bandanas and black and white, make it violent. Then the second one, you'll go into the 86 cartoon, like really cartoony. And then the next one, you do it, like, you know, kind of like the movie. And then like the You just want to do like an and... ice, ice baby fucking dance. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like go yeah. ninja, go ninja, go. We've had so many interpretations of the turtles over the years. It'd be cool to them do like a multiverse of madness of Ninja Turtles. Just have cool. all the different types of turtles over the years into a game because I feel that at this point this kind of scratched the itch and we don't need another one. Yeah. So well to to rate it, uh for me, I, I had a lot of fun with this game. Um I am gonna give it a four and a half out of five. Um I'm sure that if I play with other people, it'll go up to a five. But as it sits right now, five or four and a half out of five for me. I was gonna say they should add a very sweaty, greasy Casey from the movie as yes. a playboy oh, The pervert. <laughs> he just skates around and the grease falls off him. Yeah, he just uh, teaches hockey to people the whole game. Phones <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it in. A uh, single player experience at the right when I was sick. I'm giving it a three out of five. Uh, for nostalgia, having fun playing with my friends and everything, I'm giving it a four out of five. But I don't think this would make my top of the year or anything. It's like. I can't compare this to some of the bigger games. It was just a nice distraction, essentially. But I'm really happy it came out and filled that Ninja Turtles void that I'd been missing. It's an easy yeah. win. Like I think, like you said, Mondo, it's, it wasn't complicated. You know, you just play. No, it was perfect. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't so many things in it that made you like, oh, I need to get this hundred percent. Like it was just fucking easy to do. Just... I need to collect rocks for whatever the fuck that guy wants. Like... I need bugs and and yeah. I need the guys up. I need the guys porn videos. VHS tapes. Yeah, this one says three X's. Mikey, what's that? It's pizza time. <laughs> all right so that's our review for ninja turtles we hope you guys enjoy it share your thoughts on the discord um let us know what you thought if you played it um but before we go steve you have the next game announcement Ooh, i'm excited um <laughs> so yes yesterday we uh we laid out kind of our schedule for the next foreseeable future and i noticed that my next video game pick is until january just because of holidays coming up, we're doing special episodes here and there. So because we have so much time, I was originally going to pick Scorn, uh, which is a game that just came out on Xbox Game Pass. It's a five-hour game. Uh, kind of looks alien, uh, like, you know, alien, the franchise yeah. type style. So I was going to pick that, but Mondo told me it was a puzzle game. I looked into it a it little is. bit more, and I'm like, I don't know if I feel like a puzzle game. And since we have so much time, I think it's time that we go back to, like, a an actual fucking you know, big game because we've been doing kind of these little experiences for the last what, like forever. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. Like, is that is fucking Plague's Tale the last big game we did? I think or, so. Yeah, or Hellblade maybe. I don't know. One of the two. Uh, so I think it's time finally that we take this podcast to Rapture. Oh, so would you kindly play Bioshock the original on? whatever you would oh, need to play it on it's remastered yeah, and it's remastered so i, I haven't oh, played the remastered shit. version now people know you know spoiler alert bioshock is my second favorite game of all time after only minecraft so i cannot wait to return to rapture it's a fucking amazing game and a- let's put let's put bets right now how far does Mondo get in before he pisses his pants and rage quits <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's not scary it does have some scary <coughs> Oh, not worried, but especially especially early on. Like, there's some spooky imagery early on. 
Andrew no, no. Ryan Let's... can suck my butt. I can't wait to revisit Rapture. It's it's a fucking great game. Let's do it. How many times does Mondo fucking rage because he sucks at first person shooters? Is what we should be asking. Yeah, put it, put it on easy and call it a day. Fucking terrible. I need like aim assist. I need everything on this fucking game to help me get through it. But I've never played it. And I've heard nothing but good things. I know my brother was is along there with you guys. He he loves Bioshock. Um, he speaks very highly of the first two. Um, so it'll be a first time play for me. Um, I'm gonna have to download it. I think it's only like a 12 hour game. So yeah, it's um, not that long. I'm gonna take copious amount of notes and try not to bitch out this time. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so Bioshock it is. Next week we are not doing Cyborg, which was our mm-hmm. next movie because it is Thanksgiving. Oh, so uh, damn Mondo it, has a shit. lot to be thankful for on oh, this fuck you, uh, Chuck. very special holiday. So, Mondo, you want to tell us what we're reviewing next week? Or well, next episode? You, you know, the Discord has been getting a little funny with me lately. Um, I, I shared my my angst and hate of Pauly Shore because I think he's super fucking annoying, with the exception of like two movies. Um, and I've been blessed by Kayla and so many others in our Discord where every day they're sending me fucking memes of Polly Shore. So Chuck, Todd, and Steve, of course, got their, their testicles together and they were like, how can we make Thanksgiving terrible for Mondo? So instead of reviewing Cyborg, with which, which was my pick, we're going to be fucking reviewing The Son-in-Law starring fucking Polly Shore. So um, I've never seen this fucking movie. Polly Shore being the reason. Uh, can't wait to watch it, guys. Can't wait to look for it on the streaming service and enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> it's on Hulu, baby, so there you go. Oh, I can't fucking wait to watch it on Hulu, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> God damn, I fucking hate you guys. But for the record, <laughs> we are still doing Cyborg. Just It's going to be an episode. Not this later. episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we're, we're, flu- we're fluctuating with things. But, yeah, uh, you all better listen in on fucking Polly Shore because I got some shit to say. This is going to be Spider-Man 3 worthy. Uh, so, but that's just it. Out, just out of curiosity, uh, what are the two exceptions for you? Um, the the one where he's the juror, jury duty, the jury duty, yeah. Uh, and then um, where he's in in the army now. Okay, not Bardo. Like, fuck Bardo. No, <laughs> it's like, man. It's you, man. No, 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 no. I can't. No, the, I just can't. Dude. After those two movies, I'm like, this is all I can handle. I can't handle Polly Shore. He's oh goddamn. Fuck you guys. I hate you all. <laughs> anyways that's it for the show tonight thank you guys for tuning in and listening send us all your thoughts and comments to the discord we appreciate you guys todd's a bitch steve get better see you on the next one later bitch Bye. <laughs>